to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I am Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Adventures of Lolo. Adventures of Lolo was developed and published by HAL Laboratories in North America on April 20th of 1989. Woo! And in Europe in February of 1991. Whoa. A little later. Yeah, yeah. And never in Japan. Whoa, really? Yeah, really, because this game is actually an amalgamation of levels from three other games Yeah. from Japan. That's right. Yeah, I kind of was running up against that. The Eggerman series. Eggerman, yes. Yeah, but those were on the MSX and the MSX2. Mm. So they just reused the level designs and then programmed it into this NES cart for America. Cool. Now, not all of the levels in this game are from those other games. They did create some unique and new levels just for the U.S. audience. Okay. And by they, I mean HAL Laboratories, the famed company. Mm -hmm. We know them for Kirby and many other wonderful things. Sure. They were very instrumental in Nintendo's early success because they actually programmed a lot of their black box series games. Oh, right. Yeah, like golf and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, the Angerland games were overseen by Satoru Iwata. Ah, okay. So, and he has a legend in the gaming world, eventually became president of Nintendo. Yeah, up until uh, recently. R.I.P. Yes, indeed. And then there were eventually three NES Lolos. Yeah, yeah. And one Game Boy game. Okay, yeah. It's a, Which I never played, and that would seems like a really perfect fit. Yeah, um, this whole series, I'm like, they should spam these out to as many handhelds, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then there was eventually a total of six Eggerland games in Japan. Wow. Across many different systems, and one of them was actually not too uh, long ago. Oh, okay. Still representing. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Adventures of Lolo? Well, it's, a, I guess, an overhead. It's like a single-screen maze puzzler, I guess. Uh, kind of yeah. hard to pin down, but there were a lot of games kind of like this at the time. Where well, you... they all stem from a game known as Sakuban. Okay. Which was kind of the father, the original block-pushing game. Right, right. So it has things in common with that, but it does have more of an action element to it, too, that you don't find in many puzzle games. Yeah, there's a little bit there. You know, you've got your magic shots and stuff. Well, in this game, you are Lolo, a round creature. Little blue fella, blue and white. Yeah. Now, do you think he's a, a precursor relative of Kirby? I I don't know. Um, I was going to draw um, Lolo here at the top of my notes, and then I realized I was just almost drawing Kirby. Yeah, right. That's... Yeah, he's pretty similar design. Um, I saw, um, you know, in the manual, the picture they draw of him, he's furry. Yeah. I don't like that. And so sometimes, I, and it's something that I remember, I was like, wait a minute, I remember seeing him furry somewhere else. That I was like, wait, what? He's just supposed to be a blue orb in my book. In your book. So, but yeah, definitely appears very similar to Kirby. But, you know, this is a different type of game, totally. Yeah, because in this game, um, while you do move your character around on the screen, there is no jumping. Right. Uh, But you can shoot. It's kind of complicated. Basically, at its core, you are just moving the character around and using that character to move around blocks to Mm -hmm. shoot enemies, possibly move them around. 
you know, you have different hazards that you are avoiding while you're trying to collect these heart framers, which are just heart squares. And that's the key, is you want to collect every heart frame on a level, and when you do, there's a treasure chest on that level that will open up. Mm -hmm. You then must get to the treasure chest, and once you do, all enemies and uh, their projectiles will disappear, and the door will open to the next level. Good to go. But what makes this game interesting is that they introduce many different types of enemies, hazards, and... uh, power-ups as the game progresses yeah and you work your way you know it's one screen so it's the type of game where you know you'll start the level and then just stare at it for 30 seconds or a minute or longer if you're me where you're like hmm how, how do i have to get through this what's what's going to happen when i start interacting with these different uh creatures etc yeah well many of the creatures you interact with uh remain motionless until all of the heart containers are collected yeah and in fact until you hit any buttons at the very beginning, nothing will move. So well, that was what I was going to say, yes. In general, nothing will happen until you make your first move on the controller. So it is nice enough to give you that time to, to look at the screen and figure out what you're going to do. Because every screen is an 11 by 11 grid. Yeah. Within that grid lies the puzzle. Well, in this game, when you collect heart containers, you will sometimes be granted eggs. Yeah, you'll get uh, these magic shots, and when you collect... A heart, uh, certain heart framers, they're not really marked generally beforehand. But... Well, it's usually a certain number. Yeah, yeah. So at a certain threshold, and it's different per level, you will earn some eggs. Yeah, you'll get your, uh, you, it's two at a time usually, and then you can shoot something that'll turn uh, any enemy into an egg, which mm-hmm. you can then move, or, you know, a, a second shot will destroy it for temporarily. And then once you have an enemy in an egg, you also only have a few seconds, you know, maybe 10 or so before yeah. that egg will hatch and the enemy will then be wherever you have put it yeah and uh along the way collecting these heart framers you will also get you have three kind of powers that you will you know you'll have them you will be able to see them as well on the screen that they will be usable in this level um but you won't you know you have to collect the heart framers to actually use them Mm -hmm. on the right hand side of your screen you get your number of men you get uh how many heart containers you've gotten Mm -hmm. and it shows you what weapon or special uh power up and the eggs all, all all there that are available yeah and there um there's three three powers and there's uh there's the bridge mm-hmm. which uh, is pretty self-explanatory you you know place it in some water or lava uh gaps it, you know it is a one-time use and mm-hmm. it only works across one square very similar to the ladder in zelda yeah except it's but permanent yeah it's not moving um there are um, what they call one-way passes, which um, on certain levels you'll see these arrows and you can only move through, you can't move through them opposing the direction of the arrow. It's a little confusing and, yeah. and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but this allows you to change those and... Um, change the direction of the arrow on that tile. Um, and then finally you will get the hammers, which you can use to destroy one uh, rock. That's one of the obstacles you'll see is just a, a full square that's like a big boulder. Yeah. And this allows you to break one. Yes, it does. And yeah, <laughs> and there's your powers. But So throughout the game, you will encounter a variety of terrains that can impede your movement uh, by speed or just by blocking you. Yeah, it's, um, they have various uh, different effects. Like, you know, you'll have your normal kind of brick floor, which is just nothing. You can just right. walk normally on that. There are flower beds that um, enemies won't enter. Um, they yeah, just look like, like grass, grass, but they call them flower beds in them. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, You'll see uh, trees are really common. Um, you can't move through them, but enemy shots, you know, they can shoot you through them, so yeah. you got to watch out there. 
There's deserts when you only move half speed when you walk through them. Little sandy stuff. Uh, I think enemies move just normal speed, so watch out. Yeah, it can be a pain in the butt there. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll see lava, which is, you know, it's like red water essentially, but it will burn bridges that you lay eventually, I guess. I didn't see this happen uh, when I was playing, but... When you find water, you can put a bridge over it if it's one space across. But you can also, if you've turned an enemy into an egg, you can push them into that water. Which yeah, it will then yeah. float in the water, and then you can use it as a temporary bridge or ride the egg to another location. Yeah, which is... Uh, and I know. think it's a, a huge part of many of the puzzles. Yeah, that's definitely a, a built-in... with the lava, I think you have a shorter time on the egg, I think is another key factor. Oh, right. I Yeah, I bet. Um, and then, uh, you know, you have your rocks that we, you know, we mentioned before. They're impassable. Enemy shots won't go through them either. Mm-hmm. But if you have that hammer you can break one of them yeah so choose wisely very very wisely and then of course you know we already talked about there's rivers and bridges so Mm -hmm. and that's what you'll see in the world of lolo and then another huge aspect of this game is the selection of enemies yeah um it's what do you have eight enemies yeah and they are not just obstacles they act as part of the puzzle in many ways oh yeah um a lot of it is trying to corral enemies or set yourself up just so you can move through to grab those uh, heart framers or whatever. Exactly. Uh, the first enemy you'll encounter is the snakey, your most basic enemy. It is just a, a snake, apparently. Yeah. Um, Pretty friendly one, to be honest. Yeah, he just hangs out there. Uh, Smiling. It won't do anything to you. You you know, you can turn into an egg and move him around. That's generally what happens with that, you know. I, I really feel like it's kind of a disservice to call this guy an enemy. <laughs> I mean, he does impede your progress if he blocks your path, but I don't really feel like it's his fault. No, I mean, he's not hes not trying to come after you or anything. No, you're usually, uh, if you're encountering this enemy, using it to, turning it into an egg, or and using that to block something, or yeah. to ride the egg. He can block other shots from enemies and stuff, so, mm-hmm. you know, useful little fella. Next up, we have the skull. And the skull is a, one of the enemies that it lays dormant. Yeah, yeah. Until you've collected all the heart frames. And then it's showtime because he will animate and come after you pretty quickly, too. They are really quick. They are pretty much as fast as you. Yeah, they're tough to avoid um, mm-hmm. once they get going. So yeah, try to some take of, care of them beforehand. Some of the harder levels are ones where after you've gotten your final heart, you kind of have to run a gauntlet from these guys. Yeah, make a little mad dash mm-hmm. to the, the chest. Now, one I don't mind nearly as much is the Alma. And it's like a little red armadillo dude. Yeah, and um, they kind of it, it moves around pretty relatively quickly, and mm-hmm. will we'll chase you around a bit. And if it hits you, that's an instant kill. Just it, like we forgot to mention, same with the skeleton. Yeah, it generally, you know, you're one hit, one life. That's all you mm-hmm. get. So, but yes, this uh, Alma, this armadillo creature, if you are in its line of sight, it will roll into a ball and do a straight line and come right at you, which you can pretty easily sidestep. Yeah, you're pretty quick. And if you do, that's, you know, your way of getting around it. And it will usually go to the other side of the screen, do its own thing for a minute. Yeah. And then you have Rocky, which is a little stone block with feet. Yeah, this is a... Super cute. Yeah, and uh, he can be kind of a pain in the butt because it'll just kind of move around and come at you, you know? Yeah. And he can block you in. He won't hurt you when it touches you, but it can, like, totally corner you or you Mm -hmm. just have to... uh, uh, give up and you know you press uh, select to suicide yourself pretty much we forgot <laughs> to mention that yeah if you ever get stuck you do have a button to kill yourself but that does take away life 
Yeah, um, which of which, real quick, you have five, but um, you also have infinite continues and a password, so you can always come back in where you're at. Yeah, very generous password because it's only for letters. It's gorgeous. And, yeah, Rocky, the stone creature, it's, you know, it can be annoying, but, you know, it doesn't kill you, so you, you always have a chance to kind of get away from it. Yeah, yeah. You know. it's, uh, you just have to keep your eyes on them. I think slightly more annoying is the next one, the Leaper. Yeah, these guys. Uh, it's kind I, of like a green froggish thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Um, it won't uh, it won't actually hurt you, but it'll start roaming around, and if you touch it, it will just instantly go to sleep right where it is. So you can shut yourself in an area or block up, and you know you'll be like, well, now I can't get to the chest, or mm-hmm. so you really have to plan out where you uh, contact them. Which can be really hard because they are very fast and sometimes erratic in their movements. Yes, they are. But when they are alive or asleep, they will block enemy shots. So there's a lot of puzzles where you will be putting them to sleep in a specific area yeah, to yeah. block an enemy, or you just have to specifically choose it to be a place where it won't block you. Yeah, it can. Uh, it's uh, easier said than done sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot more common is the goal, and yeah. not a soccer goal. It is a kind of dinosaur. Yeah, a little pink guy uh, that will just... Pretty much remains asleep until you get all the heart framers and then it starts breathing out fire. And what it does is it shoots a large fireball that is not instantaneous. It takes a while to travel across the screen. Yeah, so if you're far enough away, you actually can run past these. Yes, you can dodge them if you are, I think, over three blocks away. I think, you're, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. They put you in some tight, tight spots later <laughs> on. That it really yeah. tests the limit of that. It does, pr- yes. <laughs> But, you know, so a lot of the puzzles then with this guy and the next couple are figuring out how to block them before you activate all of the hearts. Exactly. So that brings us to the Medusa. Yeah. Um, the worst. One, yes, uh, the Medusa is a, looks like a little Medusa head. And if you cross it on the either X or Y axis, it will instantly hit you with the evil eye and kill you. Yeah. And just shoots out. It's undodgeable. It's too fast. You freeze. Yeah. I mean, so that is definitely, you have to block her with rocks, eggs, snakes, whatever. Um, it's uh, It can be very uh, difficult. And especially if there's just like one off to the side you forget about. Yeah, I know. And I'll be like concentrating something on the other side. And then all of a sudden, and it scares the, scares the pants off of me. Yeah. And since it is an instantaneous one, there is no way to egg it or do anything like that. At least with yeah. the goal. You know, it only shoots in one direction, the direction it faces. And you can, if you can turn it into an egg before you activate everything. Right. Or you can egg it and then knock it away or whatever. So, but the Medusa, no chance. Nope. Now, next up is the confusingly named and final enemy, (laughs) Don Medusa. Don Medusa. Don Medusa. You think this is like the head of a Medusa mafia? Oh, no. I thought it was like, um, just Medusa's like kind of lame husband. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm Don Medusa. He's like, you know my famous wife? <laughs> so I'll mow your lawn. Don Medusa, what is he? Is it, it's, I guess it's supposed to be a devil head. Yeah, weird little creature. <laughs> I always mistook the what were supposed to be horns for like arms up in the air. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like a lot more. I, I do too now. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just kind of. Because he does have a grin. Like it's, it's yeah, a little evil, yeah. but it's a definitely a grin it's got on its face. It's just. Waves them like you just don't care. But Don Medusa, it moves up and down or left and right. 
Yeah. On a set path. If you cross this path, it will shoot a sword at you. Which is instantaneous death. Yeah. So he's, you know, it's a moving Medusa, essentially. Uh, pretty, you know, which can be, again, pretty tricky. We mentioned before, five lives, you know, per continue, and mm-hmm. you get your passwords. And uh, there are actually a total of ten floors with five levels apiece. Yes. Um, in this. So you're looking at 50 screens, 50 puzzles. 50 puzzles, 50 passwords, but like we said, only four digits for each password. Very easy to write down. They're great. All right, Nick. This game comes from HAL Laboratories, and they are known for some quality work. How does the manual hold up? It's all right. Um, it's uh, you know, it's pretty small. It's only 12 pages. Um, it's black and white. Uh, you get some screenshots and... Uh, you know, the only artwork is uh, pictures of the enemies' drawings. So there's a few. Eight? Eight. Well, and you get uh, one another picture of Lolo. Okay. The fuzzy the fuzzy one. I don't like it. Look, It looks weird. He looks like a fry guy or something. It's not cool. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, you know, this is kind of a weird game if you've never played something of this type. So it goes through and explains. Um, I don't understand why the hearts are called heart framers. Yeah, You know, and you have those little green blocks that you move around called emerald framers. I'm like, that's, it's just a weird word choice, I think. Well, I, I, th- I agree. And I think they're both supposed to kind of look like translucent three-dimensional block cubes. Something, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I mean, whatever. It's no big deal at all. But uh, it's just kind of a weird decision, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's really about it. Um, you have a little bit of story, which is that the great devil kidnapped Princess Lala... It was a little pink version of Lolo, pretty much. And that devil is the Egger Man, I think, in, mm. in the Japanese version. Okay, okay. And uh, basically, Lolo goes to the Devil's Haunted Castle to get her back. And right. There you go. The aforementioned Egger Land in those games. Crazy. But, yeah, so, you know, it, it tells you how to play the game. It, it, it's fine. Now, I have one question for you about okay. this manual. Okay. Does it have... A passwords or notes section. Oh, no, it doesn't, man. Oh, man, because really, one or two pages is all you need to get every password in the game on That's there. very true. Uh, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's interesting. dropping the ball. So, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Uh, I played a little bit. Um, I, I, I specifically remember going, you know, uh, with my friend on the weekend. You know, he got to rent a game every weekend. So, mm-hmm. I was like, what are we going to get? And they didn't really have anything we wanted. And he's like, let's get Lolo. And I remember I was like, ugh. This sucks. And then I played it and I was like, wow, this game is awesome. I really liked it. Yeah. I have a similar story about, you know, the game rental place near my dad's. We didn't have a or video rental place. Didn't have a lot of games. And mm-hmm. quite often the ones I want were gone by the time we got there. But Lolo was always there waiting for me on the side. Good st- old standards. And, and no one else ever rented it. And I gave it a chance once and I really liked it. And the other bonus was my dad used to keep a little notepad on his coffee table in his apartment. Okay. I was only there on the weekends, and I would always write my notes in this one page, and he would just put it away under the coffee table. Okay, cool. So unlike <laughs> my normal house where any scrap of paper I left out or anything was, like, destroyed and thrown away right, and whatnot, right. <laughs> it was always there. So my, my Lolo fi- uh, files, my Lolo passwords <laughs> were always safe. So it was great because I actually went through, I think, maybe the first two Lolo games Okay. way back in the day. Yeah, I'm not sure if I ever played any of the other ones. Um, I'm sure I did. I don't know. Yeah, they are not terribly different, as you, <laughs> right. we may find out. Right, right. So then what was your more recent experience with this game, Nick? 
um, once again, I forgot how much fun it was, and I was like, eh, Lola, whatever, it's all right, I guess. I remember liking it, but... This was then, my suggestion, yes. Yeah, and, uh, man, uh, it got me again, and I really liked it. I uh, got into it and uh, was able to beat it in three to four sittings. I don't know. I really, like... Yeah, I think I did in three. I mean, once you get going, you can tear through a lot of levels pretty instantly. Yeah, yeah. And then you just kind of get stuck for a while, staring at one, or <laughs> doing the whole thing, and then realizing, oh, you did it in the wrong order. Right, right. That kind of thing. So, oh, yeah. But I played it, I think, the same number of times. Uh, I did beat it. There's there's no reason to save state or cheat in this game. No, I mean. <laughs> it gives you all the tools you need to just start over whenever. Yeah, instantly. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of the show, and I would like to start by saying that this game can really uh, sink its hooks into you, and it does not let go. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, this game reminds me of Civilization in that way, where I'm like, as soon as I beat a level, I'm like, ah, well, just one more. I, I can, I can just, yes. just one more, just I, one more. <laughs> I was probably up a little later than I wanted to be the first two times I played it, because I was just ready to keep going. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... I'm trying to think how far I got before, you know, maybe probably to about floor four or five was mm-hmm. when I first started to kind of, I was like, all right, now, now it's getting a little tougher. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not just blasting through these left with the, where I was like, well, I must be some sort of genius because <laughs> I'm really just tearing this game up. Yeah, exactly. But it is very satisfying because even if the puzzles are easy, a lot of them do take just a little bit of skill or, you know, sure. agility. Yeah. No, there are certain ones where. You know, and that can be part of uh, the puzzle itself is being like, all right, can I dodge this in time? Or do I really have to think my way through this and like block this? Or maybe I can, you know, or vice versa, you know? And there are a few times where that was the most frustrating part for me was the the physical ones where there was like 60% uh, agility involved and oh, only yeah. 40% of brain power. Right, right, right. Because, uh, you know, that is the one sticking point I have for this game. One and a half. Uh, half being soundtrack. Yeah. One being the the play control. And the problem for me is is that I don't think you could have done it any different or better. Right. It is very stiff, but in a way that makes sense for the puzzle aspects of the game. Well, yeah, and you have a weird, you know, your movement, at first you will think, I press left and I'll move to this next left square to the left. But no, you, there's like a half step in between. Yeah, that well, you might not realize at first. That's actually very important for certain puzzles, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so that kind of move. It's like you can screw things up by just like, oop, push that block a half step too far. Yes, kill yourself and start over. Like harakiri. Yeah, but the problem is, is you need that precision for the puzzle parts. But when it comes time to run and dodge and weave through some areas down uh, a bunch of ladders, yeah, then. Yeah. You know, it's it's a kind of a nightmare. Or when you're like, all right, I am writing this egg. I got to get off this egg, get these hearts, shoot this thing, get back on the egg, write it out. Like, mm-hmm. and if I press one wrong direction, then I've taken too long and it's over. It is. You know, and as frustrating as that sounds, once you've accomplished it, it feels amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's not as brutal as like going up that bell tower in Batman or, you know, there's a, like where you're just like, all right, look, I know exactly what I need to do. I just have to, you know, and, and it's generous enough in letting you try it right away. Exactly. And that is the key. This game is so great in the fact that uh, it's simplicity. It's one screen puzzles while it may seem like a limitation is actually very freeing because mm-hmm. it, it allows you to just break each time 
with a whole new concept. I mean, I mean, this should be all over iOS. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm like, this this game is like begging to be on a cell phone. You know, right. like it's so minimal. I don't know. Yeah. Now, I did allude to it a little bit ago, but the music in this game is very <laughs> one note. Well, I actually like the music. Um, I do as well. You're going to hear the one song 50 times. There's the song. Yeah. There's actually some really cool songs that you only hear for a few seconds at the end. Yeah. Or, you know, like when I was listening to them, downloading, doing sounds, I was like, wow, I really dig this sound, but you're not getting it for very much of this game. And it's very confusing. I don't know why, why that is. I feel like of all the companies that could have put a second song in there. Right. <laughs> you know, who knows? Well, and, you know, I wonder, you know, this was obviously they pieced this game together with other levels. So, you know, I'm sure they were, you know, this is like a, this you know, an easy game to just bust out for them. You know what yeah, I mean? Probably. Like where I'm like, it would have been nice to have a different song for every floor maybe, mm-hmm. but, you know, after 50 levels. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Even that, you know, poppy good song gets old quick. Now, the sound effects are all pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a very satisfying uh, sound to you shooting things and whatnot. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Very frightening, the sound of you getting hit by the Medusas <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're, you don't <laughs> see it coming. Yeah. And then you know, there is the just the simple sprites themselves. They are really charming, uh, very uncomplicated. And while these are all weird, fantastical creatures, they all have a very distinct and unique look. Yeah, and they're very sufficient you know mm-hmm. like it, it's you're not going to marvel at these graphics but they are not only not only communicate what they are very well but they have their you know, their charm they are all very loosely animated uh, as far as enemies are concerned but they did thankfully put a lot of animation into the movement of lolo himself so yeah, you do get yeah. a nice little like shuffle from him it's a very cute and goofy <laughs> kind of walk keeps on trucking All right, folks, this is normally the part of the show where we take a game level by level. But in this case, that would be very foolish. Yeah, there's A, there's 50 levels, and there, you don't want to hear us like trying to explain mental mapping out this uh, the, each of these screens. Yeah, Nick and I did talk a little bit before the show, and uh, we did both cheat on the same level. And But, you know, we looked up, you know, the solution online. I used a written guide. Did you watch a video? Oh, no, I, I just used a on game... FAQs. Right. And I will tell you what, that's fairly hard as well. Just trying to decipher, you know, like the written version of the, the text of what you're supposed to do. Oh, yeah. It's well, like, turn left three squares, go up to the block. There's a block on your left. Yeah. Turn you're, near you're, a block. There's mental gymnastics you got to do where you're like, ah, but I don't know. At this level in particular, there was just one thing I did wrong. But Well, yeah. And then once I figured that out, but we'll get to that because what we're going to do is we're going to talk about each floor. Of the game, and there are 10 floors. Sure. And we're just going to go over them real briefly and maybe talk about the concepts that are introduced in each one. So, floor one is the intro. It's fairly easy and it introduces you to most of your early concepts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, using uh, collecting the heart containers, using eggs to abuse snakies, take snakies and either move them or hit them twice to remove them temporarily from the screen. Poor guys. Then right away, they introduce more of the enemies, uh, like the poles that just shoot at you. Yeah, I think you get, I mean, in the first floor, you'll see most of these eight enemies, right? Are there, is there Don Medusas in there at all? No, those yeah. are introduced a little bit later in the game. Okay. Uh, you, do in, you do find the skulls for the first time. And 
you're introduced to your first main puzzle mechanic of this game, which is the green blocks and moving them around, the Sokuban aspect. Yeah. When there is a alcove of hearts or a heart and there's three blocks in front of them, you have to do the classic move two back and one over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And deciding which direction you're moving that block is usually very key in solving a lot of these puzzles. You know, there's a weird, like, economy where you have to you know, you know have to be very careful where you're like, if I push this up against this wall or it's in a corner, I lost this block mm-hmm. and maybe I need it later. Yeah, because a lot of time you will be using those blocks uh, in the later levels to cordon off moving enemies or to block the fire of other ones. You got to. But yeah, like you said, you introduced to a lot of them, the blockies are in these first uh, five levels, but none of these levels are much of a challenge. No, no. They're all just introducing you to the enemies, how they work, and the concepts of the game. Which brings us to floor two. This is where you meet the rest of the crew. The armadillo creatures, the medusa heads, the Don medusas. Ah, he rears his ugly head. Yeah. I'm Don Medusa over here. (laughs) Hey. And uh, that's about it. It's uh, they introduced the grass uh, floor two. Yeah, it's really more of the same. Like uh, the first two or three are pretty simple. Oh, definitely. It's floor three there. They really start to change it up a little bit, and this is where you're going to have to use some of the items that are given to you, like the ladder or yeah, bridge. bridge. Yeah, yeah. I think the first level that really gave me any trouble was on floor three, uh, three four. It's one where the only enemies are skulls. And okay, yeah. you have to figure out how to block them off, but no matter how you block them off, there is one skull that will be chasing you. Yeah, so you have to plan. you got to be like, this is the only one I can get away from mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. And this was, I think, my first kind of stumbling block where, you know, I, I probably played it three or four or five times just yeah. trying to figure out and isolate which one is what's going on. Well, and it, it can trick you to thinking where you're like, I have to block all these skulls. And you might not remember, be like, look, I can, as long as I can outrun one of them to get to that chest, then they're all gone. So yeah. you can make that final mad dash. Yeah, even the projectiles, you know, will disappear at that point, which is good to know. Once you get to floor four, I think that's where the overall difficulty starts to get a, ramp up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, I made a special note of uh, the second second level on floor four where you uh, you have to float. This is, you know, you're starting to float your eggs, and it's yeah. like you have to float this egg in between these two islands in the middle and you have to like duck off, grab a heart, go across, duck, grab the other one and then get back on the eggs. So yeah. You have to move in this weird little, like kind of like an S pattern and one, one stray move and yeah. you've missed that egg. And yeah. Lolo is not good at S patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Turning and, is not his, his <laughs> strong point at speed. And you know, it can be weird with the eggs because you can't really see the flow or you know what I mean? The direction it's going to move. So you have to experiment around to see where it takes you before you can really construct what to do. And sometimes pushing it off from a different direction, if they're on a corner, will make the egg travel in a different path. Yeah. So I lost some time with certain egg levels. Gotcha. Uh, Four or five is interesting because it really plays with the notion of the limited time that the snakes are in the egg. Oh, right. Right. So you move them and then leave them in place. And yeah, that so. blocks a lot of shots for you. But, you know, none of these are going to end your night. Not yet, man. No. You can move on to floor five. And five one, it gave me a bit of a pause because it is a giant Sokuban puzzle. It is all about moving the blocks. Right, in the right order. Yeah. That's where you, you... And there's so many of them that it's really hard to plan 
ahead to the other side of the room. Yeah, and I mean, there's certain ones where, you know, you can stare at that screen. This is one of them, you know, you can stare at it for five, ten minutes and think you have it all, but it's like, just start going through because it'll illuminate itself the mistakes you made. Right. <laughs> About halfway through where you're like, oh, okay, now I know. Yeah, some of them are so complicated looking that you just kind of have to start going. Yeah. And then you learn what you've done wrong or what you need to do on your next time through. 5-2 was one that really got me at first. And that is because it's one of the first ones that uses these directional change tiles that we have really not talked about and really need to. Oh, right, right. Because they're really starting to come into play at this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're very, very confusing because there's an arrow on them. And that arrow denotes the one way you cannot go through it. Yeah, you might. So if it's an arrow pointing up, it means you cannot go from the top of that block through it. Yeah, you can walk left or right through it. Or you can enter it from the bottom. Yeah, you can head up, but once you go through it, you're not getting back in from that, that side. It's it's a little counterintuitive at first. Yeah, and uh, that's where the initial difficulty of it comes from. Once you realize, you're like, all right, I can I don't have to go all the way through. You know, you can, you still have your left or right options. So Correct. And then another thing that you need to remember is that you can push a block through those or leave a block on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also critical in solving some later puzzles. Oh, and five five, I believe, is uh, it's the first of several where it's like there's just a ton of those yeah. arrows, and you're like, holy crap! Like I gotta, you know, start figure out where you can actually move through. Um, this and- one, t- I I think I played this a good fifteen times. Uh, the real key factor is that this one has the Medusa head in the middle. Oh, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is a big pain in the butt, but more of a pain is just the fact that you it's very hard to figure out where you are are going to be leaving an area or going (laughs) into it due to all these randomly, what seemingly randomly pointing arrows. Yeah, there's just fields of them, and, you know, later they'll get harder to where there'll be dead ends inside them and other things, but we'll talk about them then. Yeah, because now we're on to floor six. Yes, and uh, right away I'll tell you six, two. That's one of the two times I actually cheated in this game. Yeah, that's the first time I uh, cheated as well. And I think it was for the exact same reason as you did. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think so too, because um, essentially you have to use one of your Emerald Flamer, <laughs> Emerald Framer blocks. Mm-hmm. If you push it halfway between two, you know, side-by-side Medusas, it'll block both their shots. Now, this is a mechanic that has not been called into play in the previous six floors. Yeah. That's over 25 levels. And you've never had to position a block halfway between anything. Everything's been on the, you know the pixel squares i mean i really tried like where i I remember sitting there like there's i've got to be a way to get this block out of here Mm -hmm. or move this guy or something i gotta block these and then you know once i figured it out i I was like oh okay you got me i didn't feel too bad because i was like i didn't know you could do that right right and from this point on though you're gonna have to keep that in the back of your mind Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there will be more instances where you have to do a half one and there's one later on where you have to do two halfway and I cheated there as well. That, that was the only oh, way yeah. I cheated. There. I don't know about you. <laughs> you barrel through the rest of floor six, and at the very end, you're treated to a, a super island adventure. Yeah, yeah. Where it is like you're on the egg more than you're on the land. You were riding that egg, man. But it's not too bad, and you can get through it. And whenever you complete a floor, a set of stairs appear. Yeah, and you move it on up. And you get a little bit of text in between them that usually just says, the fight's not over. You must go through another floor. 
Keep on trucking. But every once in a while, you get a little extra flavor in that text. Mm, Usually yeah. towards the top of the, the castle, I think. You go up those stairs, and you are in floor seven. Lucky number seven. Seven one. It is a, a lot of block pushing. It looks so much worse than it was. I really stared at it for a long time. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. one of those ones where if you just start doing, you almost instantly realize how the flow of all these blocks being moved are yeah, going to go. Yeah, because you have you, know, you got hearts heart frames and emerald frames together so you're like i have to push them so i can get the hearts and then free the space to move the other blocks mm -hmm. and then seven four is a real real doozy yeah this is the another one-way maze this is the ultimate one-way maze where there is you are given two arrow changers yeah but you gotta know but there the are <laughs> 20 options of yeah. arrows to change so you have to really you have to really think about it i went i think i played this level another 10 to 20 times. <laughs> I mean, just going through and figuring out where I got stuck and where I could go and then tr trying to process of elimination down. Like, where do I need to, to put in the changing arrows? Right, right. Because a lot of times when you're changing the direction, you're not really, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you're like, oh, I need it to change this direction to go that way. Yeah. You just need to change the direction so you can pass through it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have like a right arrow and you're like, it doesn't matter. I don't, it could be right, left, doesn't matter as long as it lets me get up or down, right. you know. Uh, seven five is interesting because it exploits the fact that um, I don't think we mentioned that skulls will also not go on grass. Oh right, yeah. So you have to create like a, a little fence for them in the, in the grassing zone. <laughs> right, right. A safety trap them, but it's not too hard. You know, I, I I often thought that the final levels of a floor would be harder, but they usually were not a, a spike in difficulty just at that. Yeah, it's not you know, like level five. It's not like a boss level or something. Or... Mm -hmm. So you get through it, you move on to floor eight. Any big trouble spots for you in the eight zone? Uh, not that I wrote. Eight three was one for me where it's all Medusas and it's all about dragging the blocks to block their shots, but it requires two halfway blocking ones. Oh, yep. I know. I Yeah, because this is very. Like you have to do it in the right order. Yeah, there's, it's such a complicated order of movement and moving things in half steps that I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. This was the other one I cheated on. Okay, okay. But eh, once I did, I felt like a total fool because, <laughs> yeah, again, it was one of those things where it's like, I had the right idea. I just didn't realize, you know, yeah, I exactly what I got to do. Just a little. Any trouble spots for you in the eight zone? Uh, no, no. Not, not that I made a note of, anyways. I mean, these none of these. I didn't just plow through these at this point. You know, I'm really playing them all a few times, yeah. looking at it. You know, putting some time in. But I think the other one that was a really uh, fun puzzle for me was eight five, which is all about moving blocks to block the projectiles at the bottom of the screen. But you have a series of uh, arrows, oh, arrow yeah. tiles to move them through. And there's like the corral of blocks at the top mm -hmm. that you have to keep like going in, get one out at a time put it somewhere so you can go back once you solve the initial problem of it it's like it was super satisfying to like work it work yeah, it out yeah. i was like oh you're all going down now and that's the final level of floor eight so you can feel the rush of satisfaction move on to <laughs> floor nine and yes. realize that you are almost to the end of this game that's right and uh, right away nine one was a special note for me because it's the one i mentioned earlier yeah there's just one heart and uh, bunch of bridges over lava and you have to race this uh, alma around yeah basically what you have to do is trick it into rolling at you then go up a um, little loop of ladders and platforms you don't actually want to walk around them 
That takes up too much time. <laughs> and then as it's on the other side, run from it. But the real key factor is once you've gotten that heart, you're trapped. Yeah, I and always then, just, just like you get the heart and then, you know, get into this race basically where he's following you down. And and I died at least seven times there, running away from this guy. There were a few. At, or... at the bottom two right or bottom two left turns. Okay. Yeah. Like for making that those final turns got me almost every time. Well, it's like you can see him like squeezing up where you're like every turn you're like I'm losing a little time like ah. And then once you've made it to the bottom, you have to dodge him again. Yep. And then again, like so, it's like the pressure is not off. No, you have to you have to use those loops to gain time mm-hmm. to get a get a little leeway. But yeah, I I also had a lot of physical trouble here. I, it was <laughs> definitely not one of my favorites. Well, and then oh yeah, nine two. I also spent a long time on because. It is a major block moving puzzle. Yeah, you're moving all these blocks and you, you just have this like, you know, you're kind of sectioned off halfway through the screen to where you're like, how do I get out of here first? And then once you do, you're like, now what? I missed this. You know, it was this going back and forth of like, I can only do one of these two things that I need to do them both and, until I eventually figured it out. Now, 9-3, super easy. I thought that was like a really fun level where it's all about using a ton of the jumping guys to sleep and block things. <laughs> yeah, And you yep. have a little island of grass to hide in. Yeah, where they're like at the bottom, you uh, you yeah. free them, and then it's like run out, freeze it. Yep, yep. It was a little tough, but it was it's it was a fun change of pace. Agreed. In these much harder levels, yeah. The final floor of level nine is a ton of medusas, but I found that there was very uh, the blocks were laid out to block them in such a staggered way that it was pretty easy to see what you needed to do. Yeah, it kind of leads you along. And it was a very nice respite there at the end of floor nine <laughs> before you move on. To the final floor of the game. Floor 10. Floor 10. Now, all of the levels in floor 10 are definitely a little bit harder Mm -hmm, than mm -hmm. most. They're they're showing it. There's not an easy one among the bunch. Right, right. And you're going to be using multiple strategies. They're going to throw three or four enemies at you. You know, you're not going to have a lot of items in these levels. It's more about your skills and your brain. Yeah, and, uh, you know, really being able to duck in and out. um... Of lines of fire. There's a lot of times where you're going to lead... And you have to get an uh, enemy to shoot and then dodge that, that fireball and then get back into that lane. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big pain in the butt. Yeah, well, in this, uh, all right, so 10-5, the, the final, final level is the second one I cheated. Oh, really? Well, I didn't really, I, I played a little bit and I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to beat this. I did not think it was the last level. So okay. I, I was like looking and I was like, oh, like, because I kept trying to, you know, you have these two, the two big rows of galls. Uh-huh. And you only have, like, a few shots. You have to get... Two shots. Yeah, so you've got to block this Medusa in the bottom left. And I thought you had to... Or, no, you get you get four shots. Do you, Okay, well, I thought it was like you had to go all the way around. You know what I mean? Like, you have to snake around behind these galls, when in reality, you just have to shoot the top two, move one down to block yeah, her. Yeah, because they've established earlier that you cannot survive a, a, a shot from three away. Right. You, you've, you had to move guys away from that area. I thought it was a great final level because it, once you know what to do, it's actually super easy but very rewarding. Yeah. And you have to move the very top ones out of the way. Yeah. But there's also a Medusa, so you move one of them to block that Medusa. Exactly. And then you just run. You but, run down a gauntlet of tons of fireballs. Yeah. See, this was – I got stuck because I kept trying to do this thing where I would, like, I can duck in and out from getting this one gall, like I, I just kept doing this dumb thing and I was like, well, I'll just check it out. And then once I read it and I was like, Oh, this, that's the end. Like I oh. cheated at the last level. Like what a loser. The, the hard part I think of this one is that at the very bottom of your run, you have to run in the very middle. If you try to yeah. run off to the side, you will get hit 
but the chest is off to the side just a tiny bit. Yeah, so you got to like duck over right, just right. Yeah, so I did die, I think, at least twice uh, trying to duck over. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. getting hit by the fireball. So, But if you do make it down and you do get through the gauntlet of fireballs to open this chest, they all disappear. They're all gone. You can go up the stairs and you are treated to a, a very nice little ending where you confront the evil, what is it? The great devil. The great devil. Yeah, it's like he's holding Lala and then you shoot him. And then it's like he turns into an egg and then you shoot him away, just like any other stupid enemy. And then Lala drops and you get that cool, like, pixelated close-up of yeah, them. like together. Yeah, up, at, you know, uh, pretty cool. And then an exterior shot of the castle. Yeah, the and forest starts to regrow. Very slowly, one tree at a time. <laughs> yeah. And then it just scrolls up to the sky to the end. You get a nice, lovely ending song. And that is a system reset. Oh, yeah. Right, Nick, it is time for the review portion of our show. And of course, we always use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Well, um, I give this a 2.0. I give it a 2.5. Yeah, it's, eh, I mean, nothing's bad. They are, the graphics are simple, but charming. But there's just not a lot of them, and especially, mainly it was the music, yeah. where I was like, the one song, 50 levels. And there's not a lot of animation from the enemy sprites. So, yeah. So yeah. you're looking at a very static screen but, most of the time. But that's okay, like, that, that's not what you're here for. <laughs> like, right, and what they know. do show you is good. Yes. All right, play control, and I gave this a... Well, I've scratched out and rewrote it like four times, but I think it's finally settled at a 2.5 as well. That's uh, that's what I gave it as well. It doesn't need to do a lot, but um, man, it's so hard to turn when you're running. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's, the running can be a little tricky maneuvering mm-hmm. on and off eggs. And that sometimes that accidental tap of half a space when you're mm-hmm. moving a block or whatever is just killer. It's true. It's true. I didn't have a lot of trouble with it for most of the game, but when it was frustrating, it was just very, very frustrating. Right. Next up is the challenge factor. And I did give this a 3.5. Okay. Um, I, I gave it a 3.0. Okay. Because there's some tricky ones, but it wasn't a game that was, you know, you're going to get stuck for a little while. There's no frequently. penalty. Yeah. For being wrong, though. That's the key. This game, this game does not punish you in any way. You've got instant controls, effectively infinite lives, and the shortest passwords you ever did see. So, yeah. Yeah, it's more, I give it that, that score from the frustrating angle, but like you said... The greatest passwords. Any, so. Anybody can beat this game. And finally, we have Theme and Fun, which I gave it a 3.5. I give it a 4.0. All right. I really like it. Um, It's a it's a very fun, simple, kind of light, breezy game. You know, it's just... Well, it's definitely fun. It's just there's not a lot... There's not a lot of theming. There's not a lot different from levels 1s, 2s, 3s, 4s, 5s. It's all very seamy, but there is a joy in this game that comes across and and the way you feel of it, solving every puzzle. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and like I said earlier, it's a game that I feel like is begging to be on iOS or something. Like, uh, it's so small and simple and easy. It seems like everyone could love it. So, Nick, I am fairly certain I know the answer. But I will ask you, should you play this game? I, I think so. Yeah, I agree. How often do you find a new, fun puzzle game? And especially one that has so many different things going on in it. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's... It's very accessible and easy for, you don't have to be a very, you know, 
we complain about a few levels where you got to pull some fancy footwork, but for the most part, it's pretty forgiving. Yeah, and when you do pull off that fancy footwork, you feel pretty awesome. Next week's game will be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Sega Genesis. So find a copy of that game any way you can, grab your controllers, and play along, friends. And remember, folks, if there's anything that we got wrong or anything you just want to tell us, you can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we will thank you for it. And listen. We're here to listen. Yeah, we're here for you guys. But we also listen to you guys on Facebook at Cartridge Command. We have a Twitter going on at Cart Command. And, of course, we always must end the show by thanking our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is those wonderful fine folks that make this show possible, and we always thank you from the bottom of our heart. Yeah, they're all super cool people. You are the heart framers that keep us going. And, as always, cartridge commandos, Game Game on! I'm Kai Rizdahl. Kai. Kai Rizdahl. Oh, yeah. Kai Rizdahl hosted uh, Sunday Morning the other week. Okay. And it blew my mind. What's Sunday Morning? On CBS, the old people morning feel-good news show on Sunday. (laughs) Right on.